Hey, you're listening to Apostates on the Fringe, an atheist leftist podcast brought to you by Atheist Society of Knoxville. Um, or sponsored by or some shit like that. I don't know. <laughs> you're so close. We're, we're, we're your hosts. <laughs> I'm Alistair. I'm Dustin. I'm Sam. You gave me so much shit last week for being the only one that does the professional fucking intro and you stuck to your fucking cue this time. I don't want to hear shit in the future. You gave me some shit, and then this time you were like, fucking, you cued the whole thing up in the normal manner, so I don't want to hear it. I think that's like a fluke. No, it's not. (laughs) It wasn't supposed to happen like that. (laughs) That was because you tried fucking with me earlier, like when you first started. What are you drinking this time? Still same shit? Yeah, still that sweet. Is this the last last week of it? Yes. I'm going to go find me some more sweet baby Jesus. Sam, I think you need to go get some proper beer and like use it as a filler. Next time. Next time you have two more in there. Yeah, well, I can bring one filler so I can talk about it. Okay. <laughs> and that's the one, which one is that again? The Vanilla Porter. Is that Breckenridge? Yeah. Okay. I still have, this is the first time since, this is, this, this is our 56th episode, and this is the first time I still have the beer left over from last week's record. And that's mainly because it's an Imperial Stout that's 12%. Yeah. And I don't go through them as much. And it's a large can. It's the Monday Night Brewing out of Atlanta, Georgia. Dark subject matter. It's a vanilla. We um, have some stuff. dark subject matter for you today. <laughs> yes. Uh, we're, let's start off light, though, because before we get into some <laughs> depressing shit, although it is still going to have our, our opening story is just kind of still leads into dep- depression. Well, I think. Our first story is, isn't fascism funny? Haha, <laughs> look at these fascists. They're so funny until they start killing people. Was, <laughs> yeah, <that's> <laughs> <it>. <laughs> so, uh, shortly before the record, uh, when did Vice put that article up that you shared about the Chucker Convoy? Because we have a brief update on that. I know we talked about it last week. Was that not today? I don't know. I saw it today. Um, did you end up watching that, that YouTube video of that, that, that whole interview? Yeah, I finished it. Oh, yeah, I did. Yes. So, so good. Yeah, they're basically, the trucker convoy people are basically being brainwashed by Russian propaganda, too. And, like, all of this stuff over the past four or five years of the Republican Party being inundated with Repu- Republican, or the Republicans being inundated with Russian propaganda, like, that was kind of cute until, like, Russia started threatening to nuke the world. Yeah. They're, they were upset about um, Twitter, and I think Facebook is doing it, too, adding a uh, Russian state media notice on, like, accounts run by... People so they're blocked. They're blocked over there. Meta's blocked over there. So I guess people are sharing it to other countries, and then that's being posted. Or most social media is doing an okay job of trying to stop Russian propaganda, and it's already had an effect at cutting down all those trucker guys with hat accounts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they're still they're still going around the fucking Beltway. I guess uh, now they the. They've been set up. Uh, they were setting up like garbage trucks to block exit ways and stuff like that, and it's pissing them off. Yeah. But the article you shared just kind of echoed the sentiment that I brought up last week: is that they literally scared themselves uh-huh. into not going to DC, and now it's even further. Where Vi- I love that the headline from Vice is fucking hilarious. <laughs> the headline says something akin to. Um, they're so like they're so scared like that regular ass traffic they think is Antifa. <laughs> regular traffic. <laughs> yeah. And they they are. Like anybody driving like in a way they don't like, it's Antifa. Or it's they're, they're, <laughs> call, yeah, they're, they're calling out warning warnings out over the C B, you know, like they think anyone's being somewhat aggressive. But I'm I'm sure like the 
Fucking local traffic in the area fucking is tired of their shit. Well, I mean, have you ever driven in D.C. anyway? I have not. It's horrible. It's some of the worst traffic in It, it absolutely is. They're aggressive. If you just fucking walk through D.C., you hear people, like, angry honking at each other constantly. Probably the worst They're... place to park I've ever been. <laughs> yeah. It's 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 not a fun place to drive, and I, I, so like this is when it says regular as DC traffic, they're not fucking lying. <laughs> like they think that any semi what they think is aggressive move or anything. Keep in mind they're intentionally slowing this, these people down and causing traffic jams, so they're going to cause some upset drivers. But I love that they're they're so. Like the conspiracy, conspiracy theory themselves into thinking that everything is. It's not just Antifa. It's I mean, also the CIA or FBI. Was it that they yeah, also think it yeah. is? I mean, everything well, Antifa. That, everything the that's against them FBI. is Antifa because they're fascist. So anyone that's against them is anti-fascist. And they think the, it, that Antifa and the FBI work together. They they've been making that claim since January sixth. So it just kind of just carried over into this. Like it's the same so, shit. So now we're not funded yeah. by Soros. We're funded by the Pentagon. I just well, I, don't, well, I don't know where our money is coming from. We've always been packed by the state. According <laughs> yeah. to well, have we, I, haven't got, <laughs> I haven't got my state check. I haven't got my Soros check yet, or my free Air Fifteen that I was, that uh, apparently that uh, Soros was providing Antifa. I get paid twenty five cents a day every day by Soros for the stickers on my car. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, um, like each sticker is worth twenty five cents. Um, each time I get flipped off by a a someone snowflake. A snowflake? They, uh, oh, so you're up, to, you're up to like 6 six to $10 a day. Way more than that. That's oh, okay. just with my stickers. But I get $5 for every time like I piss one of them off. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, no, I, I make... Do you I bill make, Do you bill Soros or how's that? Yeah, I have to keep track of it all. I have an app that he gives us. <laughs> he doesn't and, have a good account. <laughs> like, Soros app. It's, it's just a few little buttons and I just push whichever button because it's mostly my car that's how i work so antifa. i just push a button every time i i get flipped off or <laughs> antifa app i like it they try to wreck trying to get around me the, the other depressing thing that i wanted to talk about though is the the embrace um of the the shitty republicans but probably all of them but the ones that, that we tend to talk about the most uh ted cruz fucking matt gates they, they they he wrote along right ted ted cruz like rode with him from a, f- through a portion, and the problem with that is that this, these aren't just the dumb. The dumb part is that they they're doing this because to remove the mandates, and as we discussed last week, like which are already gone, they're being lifted across the nation. But who's there? If you saw the video, if you saw uh, other um, images, who's there? We know the Q people are there. Like Q is just all throughout. Uh-huh. You have the Oath Keepers, you have the Three Percenters, you have white a bunch of just fucking white nationalists, and because they're getting, like, they're being embraced by the GOP, it's empowering them. I think it's a dangerous thing. I think it's a dangerous, I mean, I'm, no, we're not surprised by that, but I think it's a, it's damaging to us as a society because it empowers that movement, the white nationalist movement, the fringe group, and it's, they're making them so they're not as fringe. Yes and no. Um, I, I don't think I don't I don't the people who are already buying that are buying it. It's there's still everybody else is just realizing how far out there Matt Gates is. Like I, I don't I don't at this point they're fuckery. I don't think it's making that big of an impact. I don't think it'll sway the Texas um, population to not vote for Ted Cruz again, though. Right? No, it's not. So um. I, I think that's a problem. And then we have a senator. Liddy had a senator. Now I don't care so much that they gave a capital tour. I don't. I don't care so much. But the fact that again, it's just giving more. You know, when he gave a 
tour to the capital for the trucker convoy, which is just fucking weird. I think it's just giving them, like, empowering them, and that's just the thing that they just need to just fuck off and go away because they're not... Like, they're, they're not even doing anything except that barbecue at the fucking, their speedway that they... Yeah, but they've been empowering him, especially Matt Gates. He's been empowering them, like, this whole fucking time. Um, they, 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 so many of them have. And yeah, like, I mean, the, it, it is disturbing to see, but I think they're showing their asses the more and more people, the more they, they keep going with it. You know, honestly, I think we probably give them more attention than anyone else even pays attention to them because they're not making that much noise. They're not in the news. You don't see, I mean, they're they're being made fun of in the news, but they're not like, I haven't seen anything hardly, nothing like what happened in Canada. Marjorie Taylor Greene lately, and I'm sure she's done or said something stupid. And I think a good strategy for them is to like, kind of stop fucking talking about them. I mean, it's a, it's a good strategy because that's they that's just, the they strategy. Just that's the strategy they use for leftist movements. Just don't talk about it. I mean, that's the strategy they use for us for any actual movement to make things better. They that's, know they know the strategies that work. That's why when they do give them attention, they know what they're doing too. Let, I mean, a lot of their fucking antics are to get attention, and then we give it to them, and like. That's that's especially like Marjorie Marjorie and um Matt Gates and that little fucking Cawthorn. Um those three like they they're, they're just doing publicity stunts. And then publicity, they get the TV time they want. They get to see their face everywhere. And so But I, it's never in a positive light. It's always over some fucking stupid shit they do. I mean, I mean is, it, it, is it all like all publicity is good publicity sort yeah, of thing for them? Yeah, exactly. Like, they're, they're, they're still getting, like, in the beginning, it was still getting them followers. I don't know how many followers they're getting Part of from it is it to anymore, further but... radicalize the people that are already in it, too. Yeah. It's like, like, I, like we discussed uh, in atheism, when they send somebody door to door... That's not really to get new members. That's to further radicalize the people they send out. Yeah, yeah, that is true because, well, it, it feeds into the persecution yeah, complex. And, and this is when... the same shit. They're driving around in circles. They're getting people flipping off. It's more alienating us versus them. Everyone that's not us is Antifa. Mm-hmm. Well, I think another problem, though, is if we – but if we ignore the, the, the Marjorie Taylor Greens, if we ignore the Ted Cruz, the Matt Gates, the Cawthorn – we don't have a fucking show. So that's a problem we Look, have. we've got the entire world crumbling, okay? <laughs> We're going to have shit to talk about. Yeah, that, that is true. But for our little light segments that make us laugh. It's the light segments that we're not going to have anything to talk about. But we're also uh, like fucking major news networks. Oh, no. Not, you know? <laughs> not have... yet. Anyways, check out our Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I don't know. Maybe, maybe instead of like... Every little thing we do, they do, like there being tons of articles on it. Maybe we just need like a monthly digest of the stupid shit they say because that that'll give them less of the. I like, think they. I think they. And... I think they. They. They do it in like a pattern, anyways, where they say they do or say something fucking stupid on Twitter, on camera, in an event, and then they fucking do nothing for like a month, anyways. Like that's why we haven't heard shit from Marjorie Taylor Greene because ever since she attended that white nationalist fucking event that she claimed that she didn't know it was about, but we haven't seen shit from her. And I think there's, there's this pattern of get in the news, and make, do something fucking stupid to get made fun of, but all publicity is all publicity is good stay publicity. Stay relevant. Yeah, you know, like get get a get a story out there. I'm relevant again, all right? 
I'm gonna do my own thing. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, I still uh, like make, I still like making fun. Time of to man. remind everybody that I'm here and I'm still stupid. Well, this time this time she's not running unopposed, so there's a very solid chance that. Well, I'm hoping that there's a solid chance that she won't be reelected this year, because surely like, not. I mean, there's I, a lot of fascists in this country. They're called Republicans. They are. Uh, they're all Republicans are fascist. They just have more or less a degree of how fascist they actually are. But my my fear is that it's moving further to yeah. the right. It has like slowly and steadily. The the entire actually, I think not just the not just the Republican side, but I think the entire political spectrum has shifted to the right, where the center is even more now center right, and mm-hmm. but that also means that the far right is becoming rising in high and and pop, more popularity. So the more the the more severe degrees of fascism is also on the rise. Yeah, we we talk about that every week. <laughs> it's, it's the only good fascist the is dead fascist. That's, and that's, we're blocked on YouTube again. That, yeah, <laughs> go ahead. Block me, bitch. Speaking the only good facts. fascist is a dead fascist. That's fucking facts. I don't care where you are or who you are. The only person who wouldn't be offended by that is a fucking fascist. Who? Oh, look, they're already dead. I, I think it's also because fucking YouTube has like the, the strictest fucking like algorithm in terms of like what they censor and what they block. They've gotten worse and worse over the years. Like I haven't even ever since we got our last strike, I haven't even attempted to even post our latest, latest episodes because I think we said even worse shit then. So I'm not going to waste my time even uploading them to YouTube. Did, so did we make it a year before we were kind of blocked? Um, no. <laughs> like, so no episode like 19 was our first like removed episode because and here's the shitty part is that we were it was we were removed for vaccine misinformation and the only and the vaccine misinformation was us. Talking about people making stupid fucking claims, yeah. and us either making fun of it, correcting it, debunking it, or or other. But that doesn't matter to them. Their algorithm read, you know, analyzed the subtitles that it generates, flagged it for misinformation, and uh, my appeal didn't work. They're like, no, because we're not large enough, I guess, for them to even give a fuck. Mm-mm. So they just left it. They left it str- uh, stricken. So we're not making that, money for them, so they don't give a fuck. That's right? What that no, means. We're, none of our shits monetize on that. Like the, the only thing we even get monetized is oh, no. obviously through patreon no no that would be us making money they're not making oh they're money. not making they're money not off us. making money off of us that's the only way that they care we didn't have that whole, that whole that too many views on um on there anyways most of our stuff comes from just that apple podcast spotify yeah and even some actually just directly from the website even um although not so much i'm done i'm done i, I think i'm literally done with youtube i'm tired of yeah i don't blame you i mean it's almost like that algorithm is fascist kill it too <laughs> I, I don't know that the algorithm is just simply just fascist i think they're just too too strict and they don't care to they don't care to have information be debunked oh no the algorithm's fascist i've watched other uh videos talking about the other way they censorship things they still censor gay things you can't even say drugs like the word drugs look i'm gonna say drugs acid like if i say that drugs acid ecstasy cocaine there i where this video is banned on youtube because i said that <laughs> like literally you can't even discuss drugs on there you can't say the word drugs you can't during covid you couldn't say the word covid or you would get banned like youtube yeah. is fascist as fuck yeah so I, i'm done with that so people can still check us out everywhere everywhere else that they get their normal podcast but if you were getting your stuff through um i guess youtube 
music or whatever the fuck thing they have on it, however you were able to watch it, I am no longer going to continue publishing because it's a waste of fucking time. I'm not going to... It's not a difficult process, but I'm not going to waste my time. Hey, deep, deep-hearted fans of ours that we obviously have, go put our stuff on YouTube. Go ahead. You do it for us. <laughs> <laughs> Just for you to be stricken down within, like, it, it takes a few weeks do, for them to decide to crack down do on Do that, it, our one true fan. Yeah, what, we, I think we only had one or two that even did it on YouTube, but someone asked me to do it, so I fucking did it. But what uh, was it? The YouTube uploading our our episodes to YouTube. Like oh, we only had did. one or two that consistently listened. Uh, we had a few that just randomly blew up based on how we titled it. Like when we uh, titled, you wanted to call the episode "Fuck the Motherfucking Pope," but <laughs> because there's there's a song by Tim mentioned of the same thing. Oh, okay. Like so, what's the popular song this week? Right. That we can name our episode. <laughs> so when I named it that, uh, like it got a lot of I was it got a lot of extra views. Like okay, I'm sure we, I'm we, sure they didn't stick around. We honestly. need those like clickbait like thumbnails. <laughs> <laughs> of us being like, oh, you wouldn't believe what we say in this hour-long podcast. I, will fight. <laughs> <laughs> I am not turning this fucking podcast into fucking BuzzFeed, sir. I will Bu- fight you. BuzzFeed article podcast. <laughs> That's basically what that shit is. Like, I... I, I, I mean, I like the titles we come up with. I mean, I tend to do a lot because I like to be punny. I like to make them relevant, but I don't want to do, like, clickbaity shit. I have seen some podcasters do that shit where they title things, like, weirdly. And I'm, I'm not trying to do that. We're not there yet. I'm not trying to be clickbaity, Sam. So, Al, you came across an article that was... It's actually a, a few months old. We hadn't got into it, but it's still fucking relevant because the information is still the same. From our favorite source. I say <laughs> from our favorite source because they, they're really in-depth. It's ProPublica. They're so thorough. They're so thorough, but it's like, here, do you have five hours to read this article? And then the one we linked to it, you know, so they're, they're very in-depth. They're, in they're very thorough. Uh, ProPublica was the, the, was the one we went to when we had the Judge Davenport as a garbage human yeah. uh, where she was, like, literally jailing black kids for crimes that don't really, don't really exist. That was, like, a literally three-day fucking article. So they're, they're very long, but they're very, very detailed. And this one details how I think it's $5.1, $5.2 billion in aid is basically just being sat on by various states. This is the welfare. This is the... Um, TANF, I believe. Temporary assistance for uh, needy families. Need families. Yeah, okay. the t- temporary assistance for needy families. TANF, and there are a few states. Tennessee. So would you surprise you that Tennessee is among the the states that have the largest cash reserves of unspent money? Oh, t- Tennessee. Absolutely de- not. T- Tennessee definitely wants to kill the poor. Like, so this is this is late game late game class war. We are in the end game of class war. They are upping their strategies to like they they want the poor all poor people. They're going to eliminate the poor by killing them. Oh, oh. They're going to eliminate the middle class by making them poor. Just wait for the information we're going to dump <laughs> on you tonight, Sam. So, <laughs> so first things first, Tennessee is, in fact, number one. Tennessee has the largest cash reserve of $773 million that, that they're, they're just sitting si- on. they're fucking sitting that on. That they are just sitting on, okay? Well, well, like, fucking especially during COVID, like, just read something on... Um, guardian that was saying one in four families were food insecure during covid mm-hmm. and we're fucking just sitting sitting on the fucking money no but to take but, care of these but families. Alistair, tennessee has promised to start spending that money they've been if they, if they planned, do, do i know my wanking motion oh is that your wanking <laughs> motion <laughs> 
it's they say that because they because they got called out. Um, obviously, they've been they've been sitting on this for a long time. In fact, over the decade, um, the states the funds that they've been sitting on has almost doubled, while the applications that they have processed and approved has almost gone in half. And it's because um, they signed this you know welfare reform act in 1996. This is when Bill Clinton was in office, and this empowered the states to decide how they would process the their their welfare programs and and through, through what they call you know block block fund grants or block grants and that means that they can make the application process as difficult as they want so they can say you have to be employed you have to be employed and do this you have to have make x texas um is one of the worst offenders in terms of their application process they reject over 93 percent of every application that comes through that's a huge fucking number. It's fucking ginormous. When you're number. sitting on, you know, millions, I think they they were sitting on 2 or 300 million, 232 million. That's a lot. I mean, that that is money that can go to any a, a large number of families, especially when they're only paying 3 or 400 dollars a month. That's a lot of fucking families that can help that they're sitting on and um, we'll get into what they're actually doing with that money later. But the application process for Texas is you can't have more than $1,000 in assets. Do you know how fucking low that is? That's that's, you, that's basically you can't even have a fucking. You can't even car. fucking car. Yeah, that was my that thought. <laughs> you can't have a fucking paid off car. Otherwise, you have enough. You have the funds to support yourself. You of course, can't those own systems, a house. You can't. You can't like nothing. Like those systems are designed this. to keep people poor so that they can't even get out of their poverty. Because if they try to get out of their poverty, they'll stop helping them. So they have to stay in poverty to get those handouts. The, the second, the second part of taxes is that they can't have a monthly. And this just blows my mind. Where they fucking find this number? They can't have a monthly income of more than one hundred and eighty-eight dollars. That's like you can't mow like three yard, three yards. Like this, that's not a fucking income. That's you can't live off that. No, no one can live off that. No. And so they're denying these payments. Some of these states only pay out two or three hundred dollars. Like they don't pay out a lot, and they're just sitting on large, vast amounts of fucking money. So when Tennessee promises to uh, start spending that money, I imagine what they're meaning is a lot of that money is going to go to Department of Child Services <laughs> and anti-abortion. Yeah, um, you, that's what a lot of states are putting that. Arizona is actually the uh, is actually the outlier. Um, the one the article I shared with you, some the average is eight percent. Of they're still diverting. Keep in mind they're diverting welfare funds to depart to, to those departments. But Arizona diverted sixty percent of their funds, thirty million dollars, to child protective services. And would you be surprised to learn that it's a very racist in terms of? Who gets uh, investigated in terms of the rest of the country in there? Three no. Out of, no oh, yeah. They said three, I think that the stat said three out of five black children families were investigated by child protective services. Surprised? No, not even a little bit. Not even a little bit. But they're, the money that's being, that was meant to be used to prop people out of welfare, because a lot of those things are, they're being charged with are abandonment. Because these people have to have jobs, they have to work. It's not abandonment, it's neglect. Neglect, sorry, neglect. thank you. Neglect. Thank you, sorry, The neglect. issues that these families are having are all come from poverty. The, and the neglect is from, I can't keep my fucking lights on because I, I can't afford to pay the bills. Um, I can't afford to keep enough food in the house. I can't, um, I 
can't afford a fucking babysitter because I make $16 an hour at a, at a decent job to make $16 an hour. But babysitting is 15 to $20 an hour. Yeah. The, like, yeah. How the fuck are you supposed to work? So the, this uh, article um, told a story about a woman who was working two jobs. She had a roommate. She let the roommate... Um, babysit because like what are fucking options apparently the boy was uh, molested in his care so DCS came in and even though like she was upset about it she didn't understand how that had happened you know she trusted her roommate all of this stuff and um, they decided because she was working and had to leave her care- child in care of somebody that it was neglect and took her son, separated the families. I want to add another point to that, which made the story a little bit shittier, is that when she found out like she was fucking enraged and the police were called. And to she calm was, her down. To calm her down and she was jailed for the night. And yes. then that's then the police the police uh, noted her emotional state and, alert, and alerted Child Protective Services. So that was that situation. Who that's, the just, f- that's just gaslighting by the state. Yeah, I mean, who the fuck isn't going to be enraged learning that your child was And then after assaulted. taking her son and her going through all the fucking steps, they asked for like a psych evaluation, and they're like, you're displaying signs of depression. You just took my fucking son! They <laughs> like, ju- what the fuck do you expect? We are in full-on dystopia. Like, this is like, like, this is like fucking Brazil. The, I mean, not the country, the movie. This is like, we are in the late-stage dystopian. This is it. Like, let's, let's talk about violence. This is violence. It is violent. It is absolutely violence against poor people. Let me tell you how dystopian this shit actually is, Sam. In this same situation, they, uh, this individual was, um, basically subjected to what she called a humiliating humiliating and expensive child welfare case. She had to take an IQ test, like Al said, a word recognition test, checking for her mental deficiency or retardation. She was also asked whether she binge eats or gets very sexual. Oh, okay. That's fucking dystopian as shit. I mean, why does that even... I, I don't understand the connect there. Like, what are they, like, what are they trying to... And the thing is, is, so this mom's having to work two jobs because... In Arizona, you're like where she's at. You're not finding an apartment for less than a thousand dollars a month. No, no, not at all. And so she has to work these two jobs. She applied for assistance, and I think for a short while she got two hundred dollars, which was the maximum in the state. Two hundred dollars. Yeah, she only got it for two uh, for a few months, and then they said her income was too high. Yeah, but like you know, the, the Republicans want to put this like family first like family values they want to talk about family values so fucking much but yet they do shit like this they 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 refuse to even look at like living wage shit when and, and they're like they they refuse assistance for people who are living in poverty it's not by mistake all no it's not but when you're out there screaming family values but you're having 
people having to work multiple jobs just to be able to pay rent. I mean, Who the fuck do you think is home with those kids? We we know what their family values means. It's a way to indoctrinate their people because family values to them means anti-gay. It means anti-abortion. That's just another indoctrination technique. But, oh, they'll also talk about how, you know, black fa- or black men don't stick around for their kids as if like yeah, white men are really great at that. But, but the yeah, but they're, they they want to point out all that's wrong with families and why we don't have two parent households it's you know what one of the biggest contributors of divorces financial fucking issues they are <laughs> like like it's it's it all is linked together if you want to make sure families stay together if you want to make sure that parents are home raising their kids giving their kids the attention and love that they need then the parents need to be able to afford to fucking do so. Well, Republicans don't actually want that. Like, that is the thing. Their people are useful idiots to support them. They don't actually want that. The people don't have a brain to actually think or support anything. They use their xenophobia and racism to support capitalism. And, like, when you kill people with poverty, when you kill people with lack of access to medication, lack of access to transportation, like the, what's going on with this, when you kill people because of all these things, that's violence. And we then, are at the, a class And then war. all of that stuff actually increases violence. Uh-huh. Amongst so there's the poor. Real amongst violence. the poor. Yes. Only amongst <laughs> like, the poor. But then they've also kind of sold it that it's humiliating to, not, to receive welfare. They've sold that so people will try to will avoid it. Unless absolutely yes, necessary. And then they've also same. sold, especially to the people on the right, that everyone abuses welfare, that they're just, you know, That's just how we've leeching. gotten to this point right now is because they've been selling that lie for years. Yeah. Because, because Republicans are pieces of shit and they all need to eat dirt because your head's, foot's on the back of their head. But... They like they know that like like well they're you not know, good people they don't care it's this otherness I want to be rich just like the people that I simp for oh people below me they deserve to be there you know the people above me they deserve to be there that's the Republican really funny value is the Republican states have like some of the highest uses of. <laughs> but, they, but, they've been, but they are professional fucking gaslighters and spreading of the. And, 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 I think there's also an issue of these poor Republicans who believe this, like it's being abused. Some of them have probably abused the system because some of, I've known some people who abuse the system. Trump wasn't in office back then, but I'm willing to bet when Trump became, uh, started running, they, they were Trump supporters. Oh, they like, <laughs> they would have gone that direction. Let's, let's mention bureaucracy too, and how bureaucracy is a useful tool for fascism. Uh, if nobody in this room or otherwise have seen the movie Brazil, it's specifically a movie about fascism and bureaucracy. It's a system that uh, dehumanizes people. You make people fill out forms and wait in lines and go through a system that is designed to be complicated, designed to be time-consuming, designed to put place people in lines, turn people into numbers, turn people into what they are in a form, so that even when you have an agent or someone, an actual person that they're trying to talk to to get their kid back, to get money, that person that is working that, they don't see an actual person in front of them. They see forms. They see information on forms. That's what that's designed to do. Sam, you're uh, literally describing the temporary assistance for needy families process. Yeah, that's, yes. yeah bureaucracy is violence. They, that's why applications are down so much right now because they're tired of this fucking all the, all the onerous so, shit they have to do I, to even get onto food, the program. So I got food stamps when the kid was really little because 
I'm a single fucking parent. Um, I've never received child support. I've always been a single income household with a kid. So when they were really little, I got food stamps. And I remember hating going into that office because, okay, I didn't ask to be a single parent. Um, It was never my, I never had a choice in this. I worked full time and I was going to school full time. I was doing all of the things that are expected of somebody trying to get on their feet. And every time I walked into that office, I was treated like fucking trash. And those are the they, s- were, they were so rude to me. They, I could feel them looking down on me. And it's just like, you know what? Like, everybody complains. They want people working. They want people doing this. I'm doing all the fucking things. Those are the systems in place so that when you have a problem with the system, you have they tell you to go and use the system. But they have built the system in a way that they know that you cannot succeed. So, like I said, what they are doing to the underclass is violence. But you can't do violence against them. You have to go through the system that's a, a fucking minotaur maze that they made for you to do it. Because it's designed to keep you there. But... So you, you're you inflicted by violence from the state, but when you can't do violence against the system because, oh, you're going too far, go through the system that we've designed to be a maze to lead you back to poverty. No, you're not wrong. So, But something else that caught my eye when I was reading this article is how they described the program. And so I'm just going to read this, this, this brief segment and see if you pick up on what I picked up on. Each year, the federal government awards states a block grant or lump sum of funding with the intention that that money be spent to help poor people meet their basic needs, become employed, and start two-parent families. That two-parent families thing got me right there. Mm -hmm. Like, I immediately picked up on that. Like, why is that part of the goal? Why can't they support a single fucking parent? Right. Why can't that be the end game? Why Why can't there be enough funds for that single parent to get themselves out of poverty and get into a lucrative career, get the child care assistance they need so that they become... Not, not someone who has to stay at home and relies totally on the assistance, the bare, bare basic assistance they're even getting, if they even get it, because they get denied. And then some, in some cases, the, those that are receiving child uh, child support from non custodial parents, when they get this TANF funding, they can lose that. Yeah. Um, well, and like if you're already in the state of Tennessee, um, if you get um, ten care for your children. And there's, like, child support. It'll go towards, uh, like, the father has to pay Tennessee back. There, there's a bunch of things where, I don't know if it comes out of child support or how that works, but somehow or another, if there's two parents situation, a lot of times there, there's, like, a payment that goes into yeah, when I read when I read both these articles, I found out how you know how increasingly difficult they're making this process, which is why there's part of the reason why they're sitting on these funds. They're in, I think they're intentionally making it so they're not getting that, and I want to discuss why. Further on this article, states have the discretion in how they can use or not use the money, and have increasingly used it to fill unrelated budget gaps. So I think these states, and Tennessee being one of them. One of the main ones. One of the main, well, the largest, has the largest pool. The lar- they have the largest pool of unused, unspent funds. But they're using that money to fill unrelated budget gaps. So if they can make the application process harder to deny more applications, then they continue to hold, sit on that money and then use it for other funds. And this t- goes back to the screenshot that I sent you, Al. And I think it's worth mentioning. You mentioned the um, anti-abortion clinics. At least 10 states dip into the welfare piggy bank to fund anti-abortion clinics, according to the research and advocacy organization Equity Forward. 
Others dole it out to Christian summer camps or programs claiming to help compulsive gamblers. In Mississippi, more than a million dollars meant for public assistance went to former NFL quarterback Brett Favre for speaking engagements tangentially related to poverty that he didn't even show up to. Now, once he found out, he didn't know. He claimed to not know that was funny, and he paid back most of that. But the state willingly spent that money for that. They're willingly... And don't forget that the reason they are attacking abortion is because abortion's a chain to keep people in poverty, or anti-abortion is a way to keep people in poverty. If they're forced to have kids, they can't get out of poverty. So So they are literally taking the money from poverty... To, to, to help Dude. poverty, to create more poverty. Yeah. Yeah. Now, this is violence. I'm not saying that if you are being done violence, like, you, you know, you shouldn't turn the other cheek. Everyone's turning the other cheek. But what are, what's your other option when your option is to go through bureaucracy? So what are the options we have here? Are we going to vote for somebody? Who are we going to vote for? Who are we going to vote for here in Tennessee? Yeah. Who are we going to do? What are we going to do? What are we going to do? What are we going to do? There were some hand gestures. For those those of you not in here, Sam is actively uh, lodging grenades. uh, Grenade (laughs) motions, I'm a thing. I'm saying that violence is already being done against people. Like, this is ramping up the class war. You haven't even gotten into gas prices. You haven't even gone up to the non-inflation raise in all things. Companies have... Have profits. All these companies have profits, but are increasing the amount that things cost while they keep the minimum wage down. This is end game. We are at end game of the class war, and something's got to give. Let me. Uh, so, uh, we're, well, since we're still on the poverty thing, and you discussed the the uh, they, they give money to anti-abortion clinics, but now we all discussed it when Texas passed their fucking abort, six-week abortion ban and made it a civil matter that we, we figured that once that passed and it, maintained, it didn't get struck down by lower courts that other states would pick that up. Like Tennessee? Like Tennessee. Tennessee picked it up and it's advancing through the House, except theirs didn't even have a weak abortion. It just said abortion ban. So I don't know how that one's going to go, but it's still, it, you know, Texas is still active. Texas abortion ban is still active right now. They've redu- had a reduction of 40, I think, or 60% and abortions in the state. Everyone's having to travel outside of the state. Burn your fucking state down, women. Idaho. Jesus fucking Christ. Idaho. They're letting it happen. Burn your fucking state down. This is fucked. You can bleep that out. Just bleep it. It doesn't matter. They'll assume what I said. Okay. Uh, (laughs) um, The... Idaho, Idaho passed a similar bill already. So there's so Tennessee's is advancing, but Idaho already passed one. And another, other states are actually trying. So Al, you and I, we kind of went back and forth on whether Texas can sue if they do outside the state. As of right now, within the law, they cannot. But states have seen that they saw their, that Texas started getting mail in the the abortion pills. Sort of start, they're trying to cancel that shit too. But they're also uh, other states are actively trying to institute legis- legislation, which they can't. It's the interstate commerce; they can't. But they're trying to be able to sue if they get procedures done outside of their fucking state. They are working so hard. This 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 war on poverty, this war on women, is they're we're winning it in a lot of states, and there's. Uh, Tennessee is next up in line. Yeah, I don't what are you going to do? Who are you going to vote for? What are you going to do? What are you going to do, people? What are you going to fucking nothing do? Nothing in Tennessee. Sit back. Yeah, they they are they are they're idly sitting back. There's 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 there should be outrage in the fucking streets from what's going on right now. There should be fucking outrage. There should, but there's... this is just this is this the third state. It's you know more will follow suit. More will follow suit. I, I'm surprised Florida hasn't already fucking done that shit. I'm surprised I Alabama mean, the hasn't. The smartest thing would do, and what all of my relatives did it would be get the fuck out of america 
Because this state is, this country is going to be in but flames. The, I mean, this is totalitarianism at its best. The the sad reality, though, is America does have effects on other countries, and like a lot of other places are dealing with a lot of the same shit we are. You know, like you think about how fucking Canada will have shit that mirrors what's going on here. The UK will. Australia. Like, they'll have the same stupid fucking Republican protest. And, yeah, those are, like, white countries. You may be able to go to... I don't don't know, really. Well, you have to remember, we got war on the horizon. We have climate change on the horizon. It's it's everywhere. It's everywhere. Like, the the world's gonna be in flames in about eight years like society isn't holding together too well i I may i may just be simping here but i think really the only like hospital place hospitable place that one can truly live is somewhere in the nordic region you know i think Mm. those states i think those because they're smaller right we discussed how america is too large to be ran by a single president and but those places are smaller than but they have the the amenities they provide they take care of their fucking citizens they also don't want you because they're they're true they don't (laughs) But like they they fucking figured it out, and I'm kind of envious of you know the model that they have and the the, the lives that they yeah. They, I'm not envious of the snow. They so have, but. so this is why I am openly hostile to all Republicans because they are supporting all these systems we're talking about. Well, it's because they're, 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 they they need to keep people poor. They need to keep people in poverty, and the, the abortion thing, like you said, is a very easy tool to do so because. Once, you know, like Al said, minimum wage is not greater or equal to child care costs. Yeah, that's, I mean, I saw the article I was reading, she made $16 an hour. Um, I know here in Tennessee, I know a whole lot of people making closer to 12, 13, and these people are raising families. These are all the systems and adding up. You, if you have a single family household or a single income household and, and they're making $13 an hour and childcare is $15 an hour. Then the, what's the logical choice? Right. Yeah. And like, and the thing is, is that fucking $12, $13 an hour will not pay the fucking bills even, no. let alone childcare. It won't pay the fucking bills. There's no way to fucking get ahead for a lot of fucking people. And, like, all it would take, make sure people have fucking a roof, food, water, health care, and there needs to be um, drug treatment. You know, which falls under health care. Yeah. You take care of those five things. There will be a better quality of life overall throughout the whole fucking guess country. What? Guess what? We would they know all that. be we would all be doing well. They know that. There, like it's it's there'd be less crime. They know that. Like, Every everything <laughs> like things could be fucking better. Well, well that's the thing <laughs> like, is your government knows all of that. This is on purpose. I say it all the fucking time. The cops, the prison system is all a part of this too. It's it is all, all on purpose. On it's, purpose. I mean, you're you're right, but like they don't care. Because that's why you have one option. That's why we write them the- a form. Go in there, write a form, put in your information, vote for the right people. That's what I mean. Of course, that's the only <laughs> way out of this. Sarcasm. <laughs> Sarcasm does not elude me, sir. Uh, but they Guillotines. they know this because they're they're literally sitting. On you know five point one billion won't fix everything, but it'll fix a fucking lot. It'll it'll it will affect 
a lot of fucking lives. It will abolishing advance a lot the of cops, lives. abolishing the prison industry, giving people access to health care. That's it. That's yeah. it. But they won't do that. So you know what? I mean, you that, have one option, people. That's why they they spend you know they have put you so into much a desperate more situation on our, on our military. They are killing complex. you right fucking now. If you are desperate and have nothing to do, find a CEO. It's all you could, that's your only fucking option is to write up on a piece of paper and send it in and be like, please help me, Mr. Mayor. Because the, yeah. <laughs> because the, the, the country really does, they have, really has no interest in, in improving the lives of the impoverished. Because they we're really not don't. seen as fucking people. We're not seen as human beings. We're fucking little robots. You know what? I lived through it. Um, I, I actually lived, um, so I lived with my mom. My brother and I lived with my mom. And have you ever been told some, told a story that you didn't know about that happened that just still keeps you up at fucking night? Like just... Let me tell you this. So my mom, and she told me the story. Uh, I wasn't. I was an adult, obviously, at this point. But she told me a story about how, when we were living in one of the apartments, she she worked a job. She took care of my brother and I, just by herself, single parent. My, my brother, my brother and I. And the most heartbreaking story was when she told me that she, there would be days where she wouldn't eat to make sure that my brother and I had enough. And just to hear my mom say, you know, just to know that my mother went hungry because she didn't have enough food. And gladly gave whatever she That's had. That's a single parent life. And but I didn't they're, know that. Yeah, there. Like I've I had to do it. I told that I was told like, that story. I was told that story years ago, and I still fucking think about that. You know, like, like the my, sacrifices that my, a single parent has to make, and this country's not trying to do fuck all to help them. In. My kid never went without food, but there were times that I may have eaten a one dollar hamburger just because that's all I could afford. And I kind of, you know, I, I didn't, my kid, like the only way they'll ever know that is if they listen to this podcast. I, I don't tell my kid that stuff. Yeah, she didn't, of course, I, this, out, I was, I was an adult. I was, yeah. I was, I had a career at this point, but she was just, she was, we were just talking and this, I, we weren't eating good. Like this was probably like Campbell's soup out of a fucking can sort of thing where she just like poured the rest into my, my or my brother's bowl. Cause I, I said, mommy, I'm still, I'm still hungry. And she, you know, I, I think about that. It's fucking sad as shit. Like. I think about that still. It's years later, and because I, I I'm not a single parent. I don't I don't have that. I don't know that. But you know they will make that sacrifice. You know they're these people aren't just trying to live a life of luxury, getting steaks on their fucking food stamps like Republicans fucking claim. These people are just trying to provide a life for themselves and their family members. And not only is the the GOP implicit in keeping them in poverty, they're making sure that the class war is not fought not is not fought by themselves, but by their constituents by their base who tells and the, they are that, your, that's what makes them your enemy you cannot fucking change their mind they are they are your enemy because you they have been talked into xenophobia yeah they they talk they care more about republican values in their religion and the color of your skin like you like you cannot change these people's minds at these points they are foot soldiers of the capitalist regime no, they, but they also have the talking the points oligarchy like, the american oligarchy they'll share a picture of someone who using their ebt card got a fucking stake or something and they think that that's fucking living a life that they're abusing the system they, they, sh- they shouldn't have that because they're and on the ebt thing is is that fucking stake may have been because it's their birthday and they just i don't give a fuck what it's something. for I, yeah it's it's you know what? And like, well, obviously they can't do it now because the cost of fucking meat and everything is so yeah, high right now. High. Jesus Christ! But yeah, I know. Um, will you fight days, or will you perish like a dog? Those days of <laughs> me like you needing to miss a meal may may come back here soon with my kid because so they they're a teenager. 
Oh, teenagers they, will eat you out of fucking well, everything, man. There's already that issue. Oh, yeah? But their friends are starting to notice that things are laid back over at our place. And How so, quickly do the Pop-Tarts disappear is my question. Well, it's not... It, oh, no, no, no. Because one of my kids' love languages is, like, feeding people. <laughs> like, that's... That's, that's So they're like cooking up our food to feed their friends i'm like well fuck this is gonna get expensive (laughs) but but you know you're in a more comfortable situation but you know like when you're you know barely barely a able to make the rent and then utilities utility costs are increasing because they're not gonna try to lose their profits no one is trying to lose their profits they're passing it all on to everyone and that's why we've seen a a large increase of the homeless population the houses, the food insecurity has gone up. Um, the number of people that just need assistance has just gone up, and I'll they're not doing what, shit to help. This year, my my lease just renewed, but for the last three, because like three years ago, actually, my rent it was a sixty or a thirty three percent increase on my rent. I guess it was last year after since COVID. And I started noticing, like, housing costs going up. I'm like, fuck, they're going to do it to me again. And I've just been holding my breath. I, I was worried about it this year. I'm like, there's gonna, it's going to be more than $10. They've been doing $10 a year. I'm like, one of these years is going to be more than $10. And I was holding my breath because if they do another $100, $200 on my rent, then I, guess you I can't fucking afford it. Um, fortunately, this next year it worked out. My kid turning 18 um whether they move out next year or whether they if they stay home i've told them like i told them 300 dollars for rent and that's just because that's cheaper than you're gonna find anywhere oh yeah for else. sure and really that's the cover for when, when rent it goes up because that's the only way i'm going to be able to afford it but um and if they move out i'll get a roommate or something you know but it's it's like f- to be on the lower end and I'm I'm not like right now I'm making more than $16 an hour but it's still fucking hard when you're raising a kid on your own or even like if the kid moves out I'm still going to have a hard time because I still have those fucking bills. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's going to be kind of tough. I, I was going to ask you, ask you, you can feel free to ask me to uh, edit this out, but I was going to ask you how much harder, because I know your job in, in, uh, includes a lot of driving, and with the gas prices that they are, I'm not sure how you're Fortunately, miles per right now, um, with the gas pricing going up, right now I'm actually making a lot more. I'm at $25 an hour for the past two weeks. So are they surging prices for the There's consumers? There's been, well, um, tax returns came in, which means there's less drivers. Okay. So I get more orders. Um, and I've also been really paying attention to Walmart orders again here lately because they're, they're pushing out more orders probably because of tax returns too. And those are like fucking today in four hours, I made a hundred bucks. Okay. You know, so like right now I'm making more money. So it's, but this week was the first time I hit over $30 filling up my car. Um, For the first time ever? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's, it's always, it's closer to like 20 from empty. It was about $21 to fill yeah, you up have, my you car. Have pretty, you have a pretty, pretty efficient vehicle. That's, yeah. that's good for you. I was, I was just thinking about that because I, you know, I know that that's your primary job is driving around and that's, you know, that's an increased cost to you that cuts into what you bring home because the, as Sam, we, we talked about it last week. Um, and you actually, let's talk about some gas real quick because you found even more information. I don't know. You don't have the stats pulled up. I, I'm going to, ra- I'm going to ramble for 30 seconds while you pull that up <laughs> is where, um, they someone had 
pulled the numbers from when oil prices were in 2008 versus what the gas prices were compared to what the oil prices are now to versus what the gas prices are now. And the results are kind of startling. Do you have that pulled up yet? So, yeah. The, <laughs> and now the numbers on the post I found, I went to go fact check it. And the numbers were a bit higher. They were... Um, so I can't remember. I think it was like $183 for a barrel of of oil. And the number I came up with was one $127.47 and that's per in barrel. Huh? And that was in 08? This was in June of 2008. Okay. And the price of gas that same time was $3.37. But if you look, like the price of oil right now is only eighty two eighty seven. Which is, yeah, per barrel, which is $40 less. But gas is $4.43 on average. On the national average. Which is um, almost, or over a dollar more. Yeah. A dollar, about a dollar five, a dollar eight more. Yeah, capitalism is literally, literally destroying the the impoverished because they're making it harder just to, just while, I mean, last year, again, like last episode we discussed, I think. I'm seeing varying reporting, but upwards of $170 billion in profits last year. And they don't want to lose that because they're, you know, they're shelling out to fucking. It'd be nice if our government, like, you know, actually tried to stop this shit. But no, that's not going to happen. So that's why it's up to you, people. Are you going to perish like a fucking dog? I learned learned more how why it's even worse because instead of spending um, money into um, innovations for for drilling, extracting, for, for actually improving the, the, getting the oil and transporting it, they invested in shareholder buybacks instead. They're literally spending the money that they had on and just making their investors richer and fucking everyone else over. CEO, if you're desperate right now and you don't have anything to live for, you know, you just got to find the closest CEO to you. You I'm going to have to make your life purpose. I'm going to have a lot of bleeps in this <laughs> episode. Have we ever had to use a bleep before? Say. No, because just use bleeps. Just bleep out everything no, I say. Because Sam- but it's fucking true. It's fucking true. They want to edit your- out the fucking answer to the question. I mean, you know, cut out the part where I say, oh, you just fill out some paper forms and vote better next time and just edit that into every time I tell someone to fucking ceo or their mayor because that's really the only honest answer to give to people because sam we can literally be sued so i had to bleep well you know if we're sued by the corporations i probably had friends that when we started this up thought i'd be the most radical voice on here am i radical (laughs) or do i have the realest fucking answer what's your what's your answer you have an answer to fix this problem that doesn't involve violence? I didn't I already say just... that you're the most <laughs> radical person. I said that, like, the most radical voice. I'm no, I mean, saying. on Facebook, I'm all about fucking guillotines. I've been, I've been screaming guillotines for years. I think it is, like, we, it's... I'm just, I mean, I'm it's, just it's not, because this is going to be an edit nightmare for me. It's not that <laughs> we need a class war. We're in a class war. And like I already it's said already about violence. Started. The it's violence the is violence. already being done to one side. It is. One it side is. is losing the class war. He's not fucking wrong. One He's side not. is losing the class war. <laughs> yeah. Keep that in. One side is losing and they are letting it happen. There it's are... like a war. It's like a war of people are lined up against the wall and one side is just killing them. And then when the other strikes back... In any sort of way, the other side's like, oh my god, you guys are so violent. But they created a whole system of violence. There, it's 
fucking true. They're, the they're only like, way out of it is <laughs> violence because the system they made is violence. It is. I mean, it is literally fucking killing people. When I mean, the fucking houseless population is like insanely high right now. Um, food insecurity. We have fucking other countries having feed the poor commercials on their TV, and it's America. Yeah, it is us. We are that country that is so impoverished that people are fucking suffering here. Yeah, I think the problem, though, is that, again, the very, the very nature and name of our podcast on the fringe is that these are fringe beliefs. And because we're, it would take a larger uprising than just the voices that we and have. And that's in the why audience. they're just going to die like a dog. But the thing that's, is, America it's not is a fringe like belief. Right it's now. not a fringe belief. It is a fucking fact, but people don't want to look at it because America they're will, comfortable and they're like not even middle class home, but it's like they, they think it's middle class. And then like the few middle class homes there are, fine, but like it's people are comfortable. Enough that they're not paying attention to those people who aren't as comfortable. And or they've I, never I, been I, in that I position. I am middle class and comfortable, and, and I listen to me. The people that are in the poorest positions, a lot of the times, for one, they also did not receive as much education. So they're not. It's it's a issue of lack of education. It's an issue of having to work too much to be one of the voices speaking out. You may recognize it all, but you're too fucking bu- busy working to do anything about it, or you're scared that speaking out is going to make you lose your job. There's so many fucking things keeping people from speaking up that they may agree with us. The reality of it is, is there are probably poor Republicans that if they heard us talking about like some of this, they'd probably say, well, fuck, they're kind of not wrong. Because when you look, look, when you look at the fucking statistics, it's fucking there. But the statistics aren't there for everybody, even though they're published online. They're there, but they're not. Those ProPublica articles, I fucking love them. But that much of an information dump, not everybody can take that. That's true. But then there's you also know? the other side where they etherize and ostracize those impoverished. Like I said before, they, they make them less than. Less than human, less than people, so people don't pay attention to them. They think that they're just trying to look for a handout. They just that, that's all. That's that, that's you know what, what? everyone does deserve a handout because the rich get handouts all the fucking. Time. They do, they do, but they're they're experts they in crafting the most fucking welfare. They, the government, like our fucking politicians, what? get more welfare than any of us. What's that fucking Kim K thing that came out where she's like, oh, they just don't want to work. Like, and she fucking got all of her fucking money. Those are the type of people you need to fucking eat. Oh, yeah, I remember her fucking tweet, yeah. I saw an edited one talking about being born to rich people. Yeah. I mean, they they think, they just think they're there because they're so fucking special, because they think their bloodline's better, because they fuck their, one of their relatives fuck their cousin. There's a lot that has, needs to be said about fighting against the message that that they've been expertly, cra- experts at crafting in that, you know, those people that ju- are just looking at handouts just to take, because, because they don't want to, those people that are looking for handouts, they don't want to work as hard as you did to get where you're at. And they're experts at crafting that message, so it puts it pits the middle class against the impoverished and those below at or below the poverty line, while the rich can just sit up there uh, on their throne laughing at the whole situation while they enrich themselves. 
And they're like, they just keep getting richer and America keeps getting poorer. And I'm not including them. And when I say America, because they're not American oligarchs, they're not, they're not us. They're, They're not, not human. the fucking they people. They don't think like humans. No. They, don't, they, like, they can't connect with normal people. They're above people. No, do you remember when fucking tr- they, Trump thought you had to have an ID to fucking buy groceries? You know, they had Bill Gates on a fucking, on a, on a TV show, and they asked him the name of the price of standard grocery items. Like, he hadn't, like, they have no fucking clue because they don't live in that, they don't live in this reality. Those ultra-rich, the 1%, the ones that control the majority and vast wealth of America, and of course this is, you know, worldwide, and especially in Russia and other countries like that, they are so disconnected from what a normal life and reality is, they don't, they don't have a fucking clue. And so they're not, they're absolutely not your average American. They're not American in so much as that they don't know what the American experience is because they're, they literally are, I think with the amount of money they have and the wealth they have above it. They don't have the, a fine to them is an inconvenience. You know, they don't face the same crime as we do either. Look at Jeffrey Epstein, the fucking sweetheart plea deal he got before uh, it got, before it got published. Like he got a sweetheart fucking deal. These rich people can avoid crimes. They avoid crimes. They avoid responsibility because uh-huh. it's an inconvenience to them because they can just simply, Make it go away. Yep. I mean, they have the more money for the lawyers. They have, you know, they can pressure and bully everybody. The so, system is made for them. That's why you can't use the system. Yeah. They made the system, and they want you to use the system they made that they know you can't escape. So, I, this is some personal stuff here. My kid and I today ended up in one of those, like, child-parent conversations that end in both of us, like, in tears and stuff. But the whole thing was me telling my kid not to join the fucking workforce. Um, (laughs) Now, I'm not saying live off the government. That was not it at all. But, like, like my, my kid's very talented in art. Everybody in this room knows this. For those of you who don't know me, my my kid is a very fucking talented artist. They've been struggling with, like, just the, the... They don't like school. Um, but they keep talking about college and today we sat down and I'm like, I don't think you should go to college. I think you should sit at home. I was like, a lot of people get their push in life from their parents funding, like their best colleges, stuff like that. I'm like, I can't give you that. What I can give you is cheap rent. I was like, but you have a skill that you have been working on since you could hold a crayon. And it is my kid. My kid has work ethic. But my kid, has, who is autistic, they have this thing where if they're not interested in something and they don't want to do something, they just get this blank look in their eye and they check out. A, a friend of ours is teaching um, my, my kid to drive, and she was even telling me, they're like, yeah, the kids said they were done. And they're like, when they're done, they're done. I'm like, did you get the glassed over look? And they're like, yeah, like everything just, <laughs> like they just shut down. Um, I wanted to teach the kid how to ride a bike. The kid did not want to fucking learn how to ride a bike. They did not learn. Like, if they don't want to do something, they're just not doing it. And I had told him, I was like, you're, you're almost 17 years old, and I don't, I don't think that's something that's going to be overcome. And because of that, I don't think you're a good fit for the workforce. Because when you have a boss telling you that you have to do something, you can't check out. <laughs> like, right. you're going to have to do it. So what I offered my kid is you can stay at home for several years. I'll lower your, like, give you $300, like I mentioned earlier. 
I was like, and you know, if you want to get a part-time job, I wouldn't suggest more than 20 hours a week. Go find a job and start putting all your money into art. And then, like I, I mentioned, we have a friend who does social media stuff. I was like, we can pour everything into getting you socially media set up and start getting your own brand. But like, my kid has talent that they can, like, they fucking they can create. capitalize on. They can absolutely right, capitalize like, on. I mean, that, my, that's the thing too. That's the same thing. Same thing with my parents that other generations were able to. I had a hard time. You know, the generations before us, they they were able to. Oh, I had a hard time, but I want to give my kids a better life than I have. And that's why I don't have kids. I wouldn't be able to give a kid a better life than I had, so I'm not fucking having that's, kids. That's honestly the best thing I can do for my kid is help them build a career that is independent, that they don't have a boss, that they're – like, the thing is, like, so my kid clowned some clown, painted clowns. Who the fuck likes clowns? But people wanted to buy this. I'm like, I don't know what it is about your head. I told my kid, I'm like, you're fucking brilliant. Like, you're, you're, there's something in your head that is absolutely did brilliant. You take, did you take and my whatever sim- you, whatever you create, whatever it is, there's going to be somebody out there who wants to buy it. And like, my kid is also like me. We get bored easily. Um, they'll, their main thing is drawing, but they wanted to learn pottery. So they, started picking up my clay and just learning how to do it. And I explained to him, I was like, you know, you, you don't like school, but you do like art classes. I was like, you know, you can get a college education in art without like going completely in debt. I told, taught, told them about, um, auditing classes. I was like, you won't get a college credit. It won't be on a record. But those classes are a lot cheaper, and if all you want to do is learn a skill, skills right, you can go skills. go take that. I was like, and you know, you want to do clothing design. Once we get your store set up, you can introduce a clothing line in there. I was like, and then say you get bored with clothes and you want to make fucking stuffed clowns, go take a class on stuff how to make stuffed animals. But you and have then, to be sure to glue the, the clown pubes to them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But like, like it, this gives you the most freedom to just fucking create. And I told the kid, I was like, I drive around all day long. Seeing, like, I see people in their yard working on, like, building something. And, I like, I just think of all the things I'd rather be doing with my my time. And most of it is creating shit. But I don't have the fucking time to do it. I get little bits of times here and there, but I don't get to do what I really would love to do. I'm like, I don't want that for you. Right, yeah. I want your life to be spent doing everything you love to do and... Like, I know you probably better than anybody else because I've been with you every day since you were born. Like, you're you're an artist. You just need to focus on art. And, and let's do that. And my kid... Unfortunately, the, basically, the, the whole point of this episode is it's your kid is going to be forever fighting a battle um, a, a, that's, of a system that's designed to work against against people starting up. And I, what I'm going to be doing is teaching them how to fight against that yeah. and to not get sucked in they'll get to value their labor they'll get to you know they'll they'll get to do things that they love to do and value it at what they think it's worth rather than somebody else fucking stealing their labor like they have me my whole fucking life like don't fucking go into college debt. i'm like i can't pay for i can't pay for your college i don't want you getting student loans that's what's fucked me up more than probably anything else in my goddamn life those goddamn student loans yeah student loans are i would just dare it's to say another, predatory. it's another yeah it's another They're, class system 
It's another way to say, oh, if you are not of the upper class, you have to get an education, but you have to remain poor to get that education. Oh, you have that education? Well, guess what? You're still poor because now we're going to put these chains on you. Yeah, and, this, and that's the – and, 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 and to compound on that, uh, isn't that one of the very few things that even if you declare bankruptcy, does just not fucking go away? Student loan? It's very hard. There's certain ex- exceptions, but they'll – By and large, I think it's yeah, – by and large, it's, it's – it's, it's yeah. the one exception to it. They're like, hey, you're stuck with this for whether you, no matter what you fucking you know, have. And there are certain loans that, like, even if you die, it'll be taken from, like, if it's a private loan and not a federal loan, it doesn't go away when you're dead. And it'll come, after your, uh, come out of your um, life insurance and all of that shit. Well, you know, I'm your almost assets. glad that, you know, the world's going to end in 40 years by class war and I want unless, unless this situation in uh, Ukraine and Russia escalates change. and uh, escalates <laughs> escalates uh, because I, know, I just want to remind everybody that nothing is ever going to get better no that you are living in the best of times right now that you are ever going to see this is the, and things are just going to get worse and worse until you die this is definitely the doom and gloom episode because like what the, what we learned um, through the ProPublica articles on both not only the, the 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 vast amounts of not only wealth but money that is just not being used for its intended purposes, but how states are actively using those funds to keep people impoverished. So literally, the, just to reiterate, the money that that was given that was given to these states to help get people out of poverty, they're using to keep people in poverty. Mm-hmm. And so that's the system that you're, you're not wrong. This this the system is functioning as designed, and there's unless things change. Drastically change through counting. Unless that you beep. <laughs> Unless you stand in line and fill out a bunch of forms and vote for somebody who will never win. That's I, I don't think you're wrong. That in 40 years, I don't know where. Oh no, I don't expect society to exist. I've explained to my mother so many times that I don't expect to hit her age. It's so I'm weird how die rapidly it's declining. Civil, I already know that I'm going to die in the second civil war. Isn't it weird that it's the, that like. Like, it's so grim, like, and I'm, I'm, we're not being, I don't think we're being alarmist right now. I don't think we're being, like, I, I, that we're being extreme here when we think that the, the, how things are rapidly declining is an exponential fucking line. It's not a slow, gradual increase. Like, what we're seeing in, in the class war uh, through, cl- you know, uh, failure to act on climate change, the devastating effects on what we've seen more recently on more um, war, severe weather, disease. all of the apocalypse horses. Yeah, it's been happening all, one of in the apocalypse all of horses. our lives, but it's at this the class it's war at famine. this turning point. It's gotten to this point where, like, yeah, it 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 has to accelerate. So, f- like, you can only go so far before things start snowballing. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna hit a precipice, you know. Where- but this has been happening. Like, all our lives, this has been building up. Our parents were the last ones to get that, like, the com- true comfort. Yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah. You know, and that, that's Mill- why... Millennials and earlier... That's why we, we talk to our parents and they don't quite get it because they haven't fully been there the way we have. Well, your your mom was a single mom, so... She, she was. No, yeah. no, no she's, they're comfortable as fuck now. Yeah. I mean, you know, my, they're, my they're, parents, living, they're living I, great now. My parents get it. I've explained it to them. They understand that... My, my dad... My dad... My dad kind of gets it, but not... To the extent that I, I wish he did, I should say. Oh, actually, I'll ask my dad right now. Well, tell me your thoughts when you hear this, because he fucking will anyways. But where where do you think you stand? He's one of our patrons, so I'll call him out anyways. Um, he'll text me anyways when he gets this. But I, I want to know. You know, he's he's. Um, I think Gen Y or 
the whatever age that is. I don't know the fucking generation. Gen anymore. Y millennial. You know what? I keep getting this fucked up all the time. I don't. Know. He's the generation before that. I don't Gen know. X. Yeah, he's, he's probably Gen X. Um, I do. I fuck it up all the time. I really do. I, I don't think know my dad's Gen X. So I, I'm, I'm very X. curious what 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 that gener- what that generation you know what they think the the current outlook of the the impending collapse of society is, do they have the same thought that we do or are they or are they just like status quo that's what I, I don't know. know I know my parents went through which my dad was military and my mom and the, like just going by I remember living in Kansas and and things were kind of rough during then. Um, and I, I most, I didn't know, I don't know that from my own memory. I know that from my mom talking about like having to pawn a little TV to buy spaghetti, stuff for spaghetti. Um, now the military takes a little bit better care of like families, but back then they didn't. Um, so like, yeah, I remember my mom working at a little pizza place and us just having a rough time, um, from stories, but like that quickly was overcome. Like, you know, it it wasn't, they didn't live like I did where like, you just can't fucking get ahead ever. You know, the, the boomer generations are, are still one of the most comfortable generations right now. What they, what they think the, they don't, they don't think life is as bleak as it actually is. Cause I think they have like blinders on of what, of what, because they have, you know, they bought their home at a super, Mm -hmm. you know, low rate. It's they, they, they're sitting on wealth, you know, for the most part, I'm just generalizing here. But as you get younger, you know, millennials were the first, you know, we're all, we're all millennials in this room. But now Gen Z, it's even worse for them. I, I've heard, I saw a poll that, you know, the depression among Gen Z, the depression and suicide rates is, I think, even higher than the millennial generation. Like they're Because these kids have gone through their entire life. Um, I mean, the kid was elementary age when Sandy Hook happened, and it was on the news everywhere. So this, this, these kids, their entire lives knew that school shootings were a reality. Um, they've heard their entire lives about global warming and what it's going to do. They've, you know, they've all learned very much about police brutality. They've all, like these kids, even the ones, a lot of them that are being raised by Republicans are still seeing things a little bit differently. And because... Their life is different. I, I've I've definitely noticed through uh, my girlfriend's kids that the oldest one is always like, "Ha ha, I'm not going to grow up." Ha ha ha! Like, oh, John. oh Jesus! Like, that's I mean, just, like, that's just a joke amongst her peer group because it, they know. It, it, because like, they know. I was sitting around and being like, "Kids today are all, all about you know TikTok and all of this really short medium." Like, am I old? What don't I understand? And I'm like, wait a second, I have a theory. Kids today realize that there is no past and they have no future. So the 15 seconds of a TikTok is about all they have to enjoy. <laughs> some of us adults, too. <laughs> I love me some TikTok. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> but, yeah, like, it's uh, – the, the, these kids, like, I feel – and then on top of fucking it all, they have a goddamn pandemic hit. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, these kids have – fucking had it rough yeah i didn't have to go through active school active shooter drills you know that i did the, oh did you i think we talked about this before i didn't i did yeah not. we did 
Because I, I, I was... He's I had younger to go than through, us. Oh, yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I am I'm the baby of the group. Oh, I, had, I had to go to school with those dumb fucking plastic backpacks, for fuck's sake. Oh, that's right. You've talked like about this that, before. Don't tell me a plastic backpack saved one fucking life. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Rich you, you know how, I think, you know I how think, those um, things fell apart? They look like, here. Put all your books in this plastic backpack. It won't break instantly. <laughs> it's gonna make sure you're not. I didn't, shot. I, I didn't have to go through what these kids are going through, and then like life wasn't so bleak back then. Like there was no, like we didn't have a, you know, Cold War situation thing going on. We didn't have a pestilence going on. We didn't have active. Like it was, but now we're. But I'm at a. I'm young enough now to understand that I'm still going to be affected by all these things. And it's a very real possibility that. My normal life will be cut short by, you know, climate change, by any number of By storming factors. the governor's mansion? Uh, no, having a teen in, in this time period, I've actually had my kid ask me, why the fuck did you even have me? Because, like, the fucking world. Yeah, that's not it's why, been that's their whole I'm life. not going to have a fucking kid. And I sat down and I, I told them, honestly... Bullshit. I was like, like, we talk about global warming all the time. I didn't learn about that until you were two. It wasn't talked about all the time. And it was 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 immediately a hoax. It was immediately a hoax. I was like, and when you were born, my rent was $400. I was like, and now it's $900. I didn't know in 15 years shit was going to skyrocket. Like, I I didn't know. I wasn't, I wasn't. As educated in current events then as it was now because I was fucking twenty two goddamn years then old. Again, I, no, I, no <laughs> I, I think you just you just solidified my point in that the the collapse is at a exponential right, rate. Right, but yeah, I, I because had to we didn't know those down. things then. We didn't know those things. Then, I told then, them I was time. like, look, I I I I love you. I'm glad that you're in my life. I I wouldn't like. I don't want to change any of that. I want to change the world for you. But had I known. Then what I know now, I probably would have made the decision not to have kids. Yeah, I did not know what I was bringing a child into, and but my kid knows, and my kid's like, "Fuck no, I'm not having kids," <laughs> you know. So I when I tell my kid that, like, had I known, I probably would not have had. Like, I get, I think they get it that it's not that. Like, I don't think you should be here. I think that this world is just not a place for fucking kids. And that's how detached the rest of the rest of Americans are because I know you've seen countless articles, you know, they're always shitting on millennials and now even on Gen Z on millennials aren't doing this. Millennials aren't buying this. Millennials aren't, you know, applying Capitalism millen- needs no, a millennials aren't story. having kids and because like because they fucking can't or don't want to bring a child into this life because I they- don't know. Every time I have a fucking friend that gets pregnant now, I'm sorry for my friends that recently had babies, but every fucking time I see it, I'm like, why? Yeah. Why? Like, we have fucking issues, and bringing more fucking kids into it is not going to fix it. We need more abortion You're, clinics, yeah. not less. <laughs> and yet, the I'll, and yet that that's their point. They, I think that's you know what? That's a very good point. What if that's that's why they're that's why all this onslaught of. Uh, abortion laws are going through because they're seeing the, the trend is, of millennials. That is it. They need more. That capitalists. is exactly it. They're they're seeing the trend of millennials and like, how do we fight against this millennial trend of not having? They're kids? They're worried about having we'll less little to machines to do the work for them. Yeah, Who's that's all, all they're fucking worried labor. about. Well, you know what you're really making? You're making more soldiers to <laughs> fucking CEOs. <laughs> 
damn it, Sam. I mean, you're making more people to fill out forms and vote vote appropriately. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have a little bleep that I'm just gonna have ready. I'm gonna have, like it's gonna be ready to control paste, like control V throughout the entire fucking episode. Just name this episode. I'm gonna name it Bleep This Shit. No, this, <laughs> no this, war but class war. This, no war but fill out forms and vote. For I think it should be named Bleep This Shit. I, I'm, I'm naming episode Morse Code because this was gonna fucking sound like. By the time I'm done with it. The only solution to war to the class war is filling out forms and voting appropriately. It's too long of an episode. <laughs> too long of a name. A cab this week comes out of South Pasadena, California. I'm sure many people have seen this by now. Um it actually comes from two years ago, and we're we're going to get into discussion, discussing why it's taken two years, because that's been a very big um, uh, talking point from people on the right. But um, March 31st, 2020, Edward Bronstein, he was 38, so he got taken into um, ca- uh, custody because they believed he was driving under the influence. And this man was like, terrified of needles yeah so they had him handcuffed and were drawing blood from him while he was handcuffed and um they ended up with like six officers on top of him and he died yeah uh after saying i can't breathe 12 times 12 times so it was 12 times he said i can't breathe but the whole incident in this they i think they they put him in either a position or some way to restrict airflow in so much that he died um three times faster than george floyd Three he was minutes in the prone position. Yeah, three minutes is when all of a sudden he stopped becoming responsive. Fourteen minutes it took them to even engage to even try CPR. Yes. Fourteen minutes. They thought slapping him would do the fucking job. They. Uh, it's once again they didn't believe he was dead. They were. Fa- I don't know. You get someone who's completely unresponsive, even to slapping. Fucking do some CPR on the mother. Like, there, there's like the, the fuck check the fucking pulse. Right. Jesus Christ! There's so many things you can do. So but if he said, but if he said, I mean, come on. This is. I don't know. What what, what month was this again? I'm sorry. March. So this is actually before George Floyd. Then right. So the outrage. So obviously, I would imagine. Going forward, someone says, you know, I can't breathe more than once or twice. They're going to fucking think fucking twice before changing, you know, the position they I put don't them in. I think so. Obviously, they didn't. You know, his, his lawyer said he said it 12 times. And the fucking bootlicking fucking population of Knoxville. Oh, here, they weren't no, bootlickers. Boot they were the fucking boots. They were like they 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 did they did the same thing that what they did with George Floyd. If they say if they're saying if he can say I can't breathe, he's breathing. Like, are you fucking kidding me? But there, that's that's not how it fucking works. But yeah, so WVLT posted um, this article, and in the comment section, you had messaged our group being like all the bootlickers. So I go in there, of course, and I'm like reading all the comments, and then going to these pages and. It's like all the cops running to defend the cops. That's all that comment section was. And And everybody, well, a good majority of it, um, the people being like, um, if he could say, um, I can't breathe, he can breathe. 
That was a cop. And then the um, other is because so apparently uh, on the autopsy they found he knows because he chokes people all the time. <laughs> the yeah. toxic, uh, they did a toxicology. They did something. I was going to say the drug. The drug. So, so there, there, the, the drug comments. The you know it was the drugs in the system. But if you saw the video of him sitting there, the man was calm. The man was talking. He seemed like. Sure, he may have been under the influence, but he wasn't falling over his ass drunk, like I or, or high or whatever. Like he was, I think. So in commented, excited delirium, and I responded. I was like, "You, um, the made-up condition to get cops off of murder." I was like, "Yeah, you're probably right." You know, like it's, but yeah, it, and then the other comments were. Um, how come George Floyd's video was released instantly and this one was two years? Because there was the cop's video. That's the difference. George Floyd was filmed by pedestrians on the street. They published the video immediately. It was one, I believe, a, a girl who filmed yeah, it Yeah, she filmed the entire thing. And she, she immediately posted it online. This video wasn't replaced because it was the police's, uh, in possession of the police. It was their video. And they sat on it for two years, hidden away, probably telling the family that, oh, it's an active investigation. We can't release it. Oh, the, like the, we've Knox heard County, in Knox, yeah, we, we know the story huh. well here. That in Knoxville. seems very familiar with here in Knoxville. Yeah. So but this is this is why we need something that makes sure that all police videos are released immediately because like, the there's no back then. there's no fucking there should be no concern about it interfering with an investigation. Like that's that's fucking. Eyewitness shit. And this, just, and another, a lot of comments there were like, you know, where's the outrage? Because this, because this wasn't a black person. Like, and, you know. Well, they, they made it seem like we haven't seen this in two years because it was a white person. That was their argument. That's why they kept being like bringing up George Floyd. They were saying George Floyd only got it, the attention he did two years ago because he was black. No. We would have been in the streets for this guy, too. Yeah. It's hard now, too. When it's two years later, right. it's a lot harder to just jump in the streets because of somebody's death. When it happens at the time and we get immediately uh, immediately notified, we can act then and do something. But when it's two years later, it's, it's a lot harder. I mean, obviously, it's two years later and we're discussing it on the show because we, we're just now learning about it. But the attention is to be brought to this fucking bullshit that the cops don't just fuck around. And get, now, they still, again... Disproportionately do this to black population, dispro- but, but when it happens to white, we'll do it. Too. We will fucking fight on it too. Police shouldn't be fucking killing people. Period. Police shouldn't they, like, exist. It, it, like, yeah, valid. The the thing with police uh, or Black Lives Matter is that it's an issue with police brutality. Black Lives Matter started because it disproportionately affects them, but they're never saying like. You know, keep killing white people, but stop killing us. No, they're like. This needs to end altogether. I want to go back to the situation in hand. I don't know. Did you watch the video? I did. Okay. Didn't it look like they were like in a parking lot of a gas station or something like that. Like they were in a public place. Yeah. Like, if they assume, so, can't they just detain them and bring them in to a safer place to like prevent this sort of situation? They can. I almost got a DUI because I got caught with pot several years ago. They took me to an EMS station and like was drawing blood. A safe, they, yeah, they can re- a place where they can safely restrain on a gurney, for instance, with the the arm straps. There are ways that they could have done to mitigate that, you know. But instead of having six officers in a prone position, like literally restrict the airflow of a person so much so that they are dead within three minutes, and then again to fucking delay any kind of 
care, EMS care, the CPR for 14 minutes. They don't give a fuck about life. They don't. Fuck the police. They don't. And Absolutely fuck everyone not. who fucking defended them and all the bootlickers in the comment section. But I'll tell you, and the, the majority of the majority of Tennessee Knoxville, we do. Sam is not wrong that we live amongst the stupid, the, the one of the dumbest populations because they rushed to the fucking comment we section. We have the worst people in this fucking no, city. No, 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 I, no. Most of those people were not even from Knox County. Oh, were they not? Oh, I didn't. No, you no, had more no, time no. to get that than I did. I went through. I was like looking into the profiles. No, those were cops and cop friends. Oh, that was that was like your brigade. brigade That was a call to action, and people coming to defend the fucking cops. But that's who run our. That's that's who runs our city. Cops run our city. They control. They weren't our cops. That they 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 called them in. They called them in. Possibly. They run our city, and they called their cop friends in. It wasn't even like the the story is from California, so it's not one of their officers. But still, like. Anything anti-cop, the fucking cops run to the comment section and defend themselves. And that's what they do anytime there's any kind of brutality, too. The cops defend themselves. And then the they rest of the... They investigate pu- themselves. They say that they're not guilty. Like, it's... It's a fucking circle jerk. Yeah, well, I, ho- I hope that... Obviously, the, the family's not going to get any justice, but I hope they, you know... No, the... The cops won't either. They're going to have the qualified immunity. They're not going to face any repercussions. The only thing, the only thing that's going to happen is if there, if there's a payout, the taxpayer is going to be out because the cops won't. And it's just another the cycle repeating its fucking self, and it will never fix itself. Yep. Fucking irritating. I hate this fucking country. <laughs> I said that today too. I think. Or yeah. Yesterday. Yeah. I have. For I'm quite over a it. While. Fucking over it. Uh, I saw the I saw the post on TikTok that Gen Z. As like anti-government, like they're they're de- they're depressed, they're suicidal, and they hate this country. I'm like, I hate this fucking country. Like, this country does nothing for its citizens. I'm all of the above. Storm your governor's <laughs> like, mansion. Like, I think a lot of millennials are too, but they're just like they're in a better position. Well, they have us backing them. They have us being like fucking me. Did I like, tell you? Here, I got, I, I got live with it. me for like fucking like every a time while. prices get raised. <laughs> Five CEOs, like, and we'll see them drop down again. I um I got into an argument with uh, my former boss, who was like, "Don't you?" Th-? He's like, "You don't think America's the greatest country in the world?" He's like, no, no, like hard, no, like we. I recognize the people on the left, the people that aren't hard right. We rec- we're not like some like circle jerking, boot licking, um, eagle fucking flying. We, we recognize. Love, we we recognize freedom. that. No, we recognize that this country doesn't give a fuck about its citizens except for the ultra rich the ultra wealthy and anything they can line their pockets that's why politicians are are so easily swayed and lobbied by these mega corporations that can fill line their pockets to vote in ways that benefit them yep. so this country does not give a fuck about you or i or anyone else listening and if you're on the right the country they don't give a fuck about you either surprise they don't they give don't. a fuck about you they, they, uh check the uh show notes for where your governor's mansion is jesus Sam, <laughs> i'm not gonna, I'll, I'll, I'll have a, ma- a google map image it's fine <laughs> On that note, I'm fucking Make killing it before we get canceled. for the episode. <laughs> I'm killing it. All right, guys. Well, thank you for joining us for episode 56 of Apostates on the Fringe. Thank you again for joining us this week. As always, check us out on social media, on Twitter, on Facebook. Continue to share out the show every weekend, leaving us a five-star review to help out our visibility. Again, we do have that Patreon. If you do support the show, would like to get bonus content when we have it. Would like early access to the show. Again, I try to get that out to it as early as Friday night. Uh, I've been doing so consistently, so do check us out on Patreon to support the show. Help us get some, uh, some one of our goals to be able to interview people, uh, to improve our equipment to be able to do so. So check us out, um, so help support us out. And if you'd like links to the articles or to contact the show, you can always visit us at apostatepod.com. But we will see you all next week.
Don't die like a dog. Do something about it. The Coup has a great song called The Guillotine. Everyone should check out that song. (laughs) Thank you all very much. and opinions of the hosts of Apostates on the Fringe do not represent the views and opinions of the Atheist Society of Knoxville. For links to all our musical contributors, go to apostatepod.com and check the About Us page. A big thank you to Michael Scott Arden who allows the show to use his full catalog.